record here. Okay, so we're recording there. And then we've got, oh man. I was not ready. <laughs> Shortening the 10 second, the five seconds has made me like, what am I doing? <laughs> so how do we get it? All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. And we uh, really appreciate you stopping by. And uh, Jake, what are they supposed to do? Uh, give it a like. Give it a su subscribe. Uh, easy for me to say. Uh, just check out our website, sabbathlounge.com. Check us out on all the socials and uh, websites and things where you go to listen to things. Yep, and please share this with someone. Uh, help us get the word out about what we're doing. And we're glad that you could make it. And this is episode number... Two, I think. Two, approve it. Yep. And we're going to jump right in to prove it and take a look at that. Right. So if you haven't seen the first one, go back and watch that first. And that has all our first things first and kind of sets us up. Yeah. And these are all linked in a playlist um, called Prove It. Okay. So you should be able to catch them there. And if you're listening to this on audio, there is a visual piece to go with this if you but you got to go to youtube to follow along with the visual piece right but if you want to just listen to us that's fine too that's fine too right so uh remember the premise of this was uh i just started jotting down all the places that um we we notice things that kind of prove we should be keeping torah this is just the New Testament verses that I we were able to pull out, right? And then, um, so we're just going to go through and read through the verses and kind of discuss what we think about them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. So the first one is what, though? The first category. So this first category is going to be sin. Now, uh... If you've been on our channel for any length of time, you probably already know what we're going to talk about with this. But, um, you know, there's always new people coming in. Mm -hmm. And there's also, uh, it's always good to hear, re, you know, rehear things. Right. So, and there's a definition for sin. Yes. So. And if you disagree with what we would say the definition of sin is, put in the comments what you think the definition of sin is. And hopefully it will have biblical scriptural backing yeah yeah or if you know the scripture one of the scriptures that says what sin is put it in the comments right all right if we miss any now these were just our top ones there's going to be some we left out of course but these are like the main verses yeah yeah and we have several more of the this kind of idea um, there, there's just a lot you can say about right. this. Right. So go ahead with this one. So number one here is First John 2, 6. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Who's so, he? Who man? the he, yes. <laughs> who the so he? So it must be Yeshua. It's obviously Yeshua, right. So 
And so, so do what do what he did. Is that what this is saying? This sounds like what it's saying. Mm -hmm. Walk as he walked. And did he follow Torah? He certainly did. Yes. Now, did he keep feast? He certainly did. Yep. Now, I've heard talk of. Now, we're not going to do a whole lot of commentary on the verses because we kind of want them to speak for themselves. But, you know, things I've heard is well, he had to. He was Jewish. Right. Yeah, that's right? what people say. Or things of that nature. But is he just talking to the Jews here when he says, walk as he walked? Hmm. No, right? It doesn't say that specifically, no. It says the person, whoever is abiding, ought to walk as he mm -hmm. walked. Nobody takes the any of John, I don't think, and assumes it's just one particular audience. And unless until it's like the parts where he's directly talking to the Pharisees and right and you know but. right so yeah the point is if you're going to claim to abide in him you ought to walk as he walked yep all right N number 2 first john 3 4 through 5 whosoever committeth sin transgresseth 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 also the law for sin is the transgression of the law and ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. So there's a definition of sin right there. Right. It's very straightforward. Sin is the transgression of the law. So uh, he was manifested to take away our sins. It was the fact that the way you know you need a Savior is because you have committed sin. It's, and you acknowledge this sin. It's you've broken the law, mm -hmm. so you need a Savior. Mm -hmm. And that's the point here. Number three, 1 John 5, 2-3. By this we know that we love the children of Elohim, when we love Elohim and keep His commandments. For this is the love of Elohim, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous or burdensome. Right. So a lot of times we'll hear, well, the new, even, even when you look back at number two, people will go, well, the, the law he's talking about here is Messiah's law, the law of Jesus, which is love God and love your neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. Even so, you have, remember what we started with, if you go back to the first one, scripture interprets scripture. So when he says that... Um, the the law of Jesus is love God and love your neighbor. This is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Love yeah, is keeping his commandments. Yeah. So we can say, this is one thing that uh, I can, my mind always goes to this kind of mindset here. Do you love Jesus? Then you're keeping, then you're loving God and keeping the commandments, right? Uh, but a friend of mine Early on in this walk, he said one of the things that he thought of was uh, something came to his mind of the father saying, where am I? So we get hooked on this uh, love Jesus part, right? Mm -hmm. Which is good, but where's the father in it? So if we love Jesus, we'll keep his commandments. If we love the Father, we'll keep His commandments. Mm -hmm. It's and they're not di they're not different. They're the same, right? So mm -hmm. you're going to be keeping all of that. Yeah. So that's kind of the point. Mm -hmm. Love is 
keeping the commandments and they're not burdensome, right? Because no. we hear a lot that it's a burden. Mm -hmm. Here it's saying it's how, not. how do we show our parents that we love and respect them? We do what they ask us to do. Yeah. So. With a good attitude. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, children. All right. And number four, Romans 7, 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Yahweh forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust except the law, which had said, Thou shalt not covet. Right. So... So that's kind of like the scripture talking about the law being the tutor. You know, if you don't, it it, it defines the terms. It defines the what's right and what's wrong and what, what the Father likes. Right. So here Paul is saying the law tells us what sin is. And what law does he go back to? He goes back to the Torah. Now these are elements of the Ten Commandments. Uh, well, and it's important to remember that it, in Romans, when the time Romans is written, what did they have in far, as far as a book of the Bible? And, and what they would call the law. They had the Torah and the prophets, maybe Psalms, maybe Proverbs. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't what we think of today. It's not like they had the Gospel of Matthew and they were passing it out. They didn't have right. the printing press. They didn't have the Internet. They were kind of behind on that textual information. <laughs> right. And probably the words of Yeshua, it was words of just word of mouth. People came, they saw him, they went back to their homes, back to their congregations, back to their friends and said, hey, I heard the Messiah. This is what he said. Yeah. And it kind of spread like that. And yep. people forget that. You know, it's easy to just assume that these guys had the, the quote-unquote New Testament right there at, at the Handy, fingertips. right. And they didn't. Yep. So Paul's saying, I didn't even, I wouldn't know sin if I hadn't, if the law didn't tell me what sin was. So that ties in. It does not contradict the First John three four, right? That we right. just read. It in fact lines right up with it. And then number five, Romans six one through two. What shall we say then? Shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? Yahweh forbid it. How should we, that we are dead to sin, live any longer therein? Right. So, um, like I was saying, a lot of this speaks for itself, but this is a lot of, a lot of people will go to uh, when Paul says uh, it's, it's, it's all grace now, right? And he, he's saying, yes, it is all about grace. However, and he's putting, he's trying to put into context so you don't, misunderstand what he's saying he's trying to help you out here mm -hmm. <laughs> he's saying just because i said that grace will abound does not mean that we can go on sinning because we're dead to sin meaning we're yeah. dead to transgressing the law we're we're not doing that anymore mm -hmm. because we're no longer living that mm -hmm. that's the point and then number six, Romans six fifteen through 16. What then shall we sin? Because we're not under the law, but under grace. Yahweh forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, rather of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So it kind of sounds like uh, something Yeshua said about not serving two masters, You've mm -hmm. got this same kind of concept, and uh, 
it definitely is painting a contrast between it's also very similar to the scripture of blessings and curses where you have um, a choice between life and death right yeah and again we have this uh, uh, I don't know if you've been told this Matt actually I do know but <laughs> for the sake of conversation um, have you ever been told that uh, we're not under the law anymore Matt yes I have heard that okay uh, well here Paul's saying yeah we're not under the law so shall we use that freedom of not being under the law to continue breaking the law? He's saying absolutely not. Absolutely not, right. So, and another important thing here is to realize that you're a slave to something. Hmm. You're either going to be a slave to sin, which is transgression of the law, or you're going to be a slave to obedience, which is uh, in alignment with the law, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of those things is what you're going to be obedient to. It's what you're going to be a slave to. Yeah. And then number seven, Romans 3.20, Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall be no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. So once again, it's telling you what sin is. Right. Partially. And... And again, yeah, it's you don't know. It's the same thing he says in uh, chapter 7 that we looked at. By the law is the knowledge of sin. And Paul says, I didn't know sin except by the law. Uh, and again, it's not there to justify you because no flesh will be justified by the law. So don't, don't twist what we're saying. Don't twist what Paul is saying. Uh, uh, so just because... There's no flesh justified by keeping the law. It doesn't mean you continue breaking it. Right, and another kind of a simple express, example of that might even be, you know, if you're going to uh, study, uh, you're going to work for the U.S. Treasury and investigate people passing fake currency, you don't study the fake, you study the real thing. And you, you know by studying the real thing, you know the fake when you see it. And I think this is kind of the same kind of deal, is by knowing the law, we understand it. We understand uh, when we see something that is not, uh, not in alignment with the law. But if you don't know the law, then you, you can't discern right. those things. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's something interesting, too. He makes this point to... He's, he's said it several times now. It's important to know what sin is. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have to be able to, to define it. Yeah. In number eight, Romans three thirty one, Do we then make void the law through faith? Yahweh forbid. Yea, we establish the law. And it's interesting in these passages that you chose here that multiple times he says, Yahweh forbid. Right. And... Um, you know, he, he's wanting to be very clear uh, right. about that. And in the phrasing here, this is the, the harshest rebuke is for him to say Yahweh forbid. And when you go back to the language, Yahweh forbid, the way he's saying that is the harshest rebuke. Absolutely not is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So the, the law hasn't been vo avoided through faith, right? Because this is right where he's talking about 
uh, through faith alone, right? Mm -hmm. Justification through mm -hmm. faith alone. Um, yes, but your walk should be an outward sign of the inward transformation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And this word where he says, we establish the law, that phrase is cause to stand. Mm -hmm. So it's the exact opposite of, of the way it's taken usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the law is not voided through faith. It's yeah. caused to stand through faith. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, so we got through some stuff there, Jake. Yeah. So those were like just the kind of the sin topic of, of our prove it section. In our, this is part of the apologetic series. Yep. Um, so, so we're going to do more on this, and we appreciate you uh, following along. And if you're just jumping in the middle of this, go look at the first one. And uh, there'll be this will be in a YouTube playlist, so you can see them all together. And if you're just listening on audio, check it out visually. You may, you know, you may be missing some things that would help you. But, uh, but anyway, we're glad you're here. Please leave us some shofars. Uh, leave us the scripture about sin in the comment line. That lets us know that uh, you did listen or, or you uh, can define it. And uh, we appreciate or that your you're time. at least looking into it yep. and not just yep. taking our word for it. Well, we will uh, catch you next time. This is Matt and, and Jake signing out.